Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's kick it off with some housekeeping. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Follow on Twitter at FMLPL. Email and rate my team's other questions at FMLPL at gmail.com. Check out our website, FMLPL.com. We have league info links to our team, social media stores, stickers, and ringtones. Also on our website, we post lineup limitations before every game. We can pick our starting 11s, captains, and more. Lastly, shout out the joint top of the FMLPL table. Eat the kapoo, and my name is Will. Wiz Wilson are just neck and neck going at it. Someone's challenging the poop poo eater. Yeah, it's a just insane title race, unlike the actual prem. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Well, we got to cover our teams and like this current game week before we go ahead and we're both in the darkness. Yeah, so I'll start this week. I went pretty conservative into the double, took a differential route of not taking a hit. Um, part of the reason why I did that was I have a lot of good Game Week 29 midfielders, so I didn't want to get rid of any of them for Sterling or Sané. Game Week 28 still... midfielders. Thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, that's the kind of start I'm having. <laughs> um, good pod. <laughs> great. So it's still two games in two game weeks. So I just got Aguero in for, obviously, I kept Zlatan, and I got rid of Kane, which was a net 14-point mm. fuck down the drain. And I triple capped Aguero, so I mean, I he's sitting on twenty one. The actual rest of my team got me thirty points, so not too good there. I got a red arrow so far, and I still have triple Aguero left. But I had no Stoke defenders, which sucked, and I had no other City share, which sucks. Looking to the game tomorrow on Wednesday, um, yeah. I mean, there's not much more to say than that. I think. You know, the Sane, Stoke defenders, Aguero owners all did pretty well, but just the my well, defense. You would, you would think so. Fucking, yeah, well, you, whatever, we'll get to your <laughs> circumstance next. But 
Fucking defense has been destroying me lately. I've got yeah. no Heaton, no goalie this week, and then I got four points from my other three fucks. Brunt has been awful lately. I can't wait to get rid of him. I mean, that and then, Brunt in a nutshell is why Macaulay is so annoying because their defense is so bad, so bad. You would it's never top five own worse than the league, any of easily. their defenders, like just on the basis of that. And then he just scores six goals or seven goals or whatever. So it's like fuck. I've just I've had him for you know a month and a half or something, and I think he's only averaging something like three points per game for me or something. Yeah, it's, it's been, been terrible. Pretty bad, yeah. So I was excited to get him, and now I just fucking hate him, and I can't wait to get rid of him. But I don't know. I have Siggy and Barkley. They both got me those assists, and then Mane got me the haul. Coutinho, I got that wrong this week, even though he scored for me last week. Defoe, though, two games in a row that he hit the woodwork. Just such a nightmare for me. Yeah. I thought I thought that was in the moment he oh, left yeah. his foot. Easy. And I just thought it was curling in, and it just blocked right off. And both were so nice, too. Yeah. And then Barini fucking like charges at it like a savage <laughs> animal. Barini pulled like a Lloris from a few weeks ago when he just Ugh. like salmon dives at the ball with his head. Yeah, at, I'm just at, so... Adam Pritch wrote in approximately how far off should Defoe fuck. <laughs> Thought that was pretty Ugh. relevant to your team. I'm just I've had him for three weeks of the season, and he just rattled off three straight blanks for. Um, only the second time all year he's gotten a three blank in a row. Other than that, he's been so consistent. So. And two posts. Just so, two so posts is just shitty. such a fucking piece of shit for me. So, I mean, he's got these nice fixtures on the other side of the blank, but it's so tough because, like, if I didn't have him, I would be getting Gabby Adini, someone I actually love, but I got to stick with the foe. I'm going to stick with him first. Yeah, it's hard to be patient, but probably smart. I'm going to so, be patient. We're both, we're both sitting on small red arrows right now, but... Really, the city game tomorrow, we're recording on Tuesday night, is like, we'll decide if we have a massive green or, you know, whatever, a small red, pretty much. I mean, massive green is really not on the cards for me, unless if Aguero does something like a triple return, I think. Because even if he double returns on triple cap, I'll probably have just a small green. Yeah, you'll definitely get a green, though. I'll, I'll get a green. I have potential, because I have Aguero, Sterling, KDB, who is bench, that's great, and Grant. Grant. So who yeah. knows? I was fantasizing today about Grant like saving a Yaya pen. Oh my god! Yeah, that would be really nice. Because then he can just concede five, and I won't lose points. I was so fucking bummed when I saw the team sheet with Yaya and Fernandinho because I had Yaya for so long, and he never didn't play central defense. And the one game that I had him for, he's pushed up. I was so happy he blanked, but yeah. And then the fucking KDB benching is just story of my life right there. Like I was. My hand was forced. I had to keep KDB, get rid of Alexis, and then that's what happens. Um, I don't know. So I have back-to-back weeks where I have one of my forward getting negative one points with uh, <laughs> slots on this week and Smashley Barnes last week. I know. You're like cheeky leaving Ashley in and leaving yeah. Slot on the bench. Little do you know you're getting negative points <laughs> Actually on negative like, points great. on the auto great. sub. Great job, Alon. Great play by really me. Really outthinking out the, the field. Uh, some things never change. I transfer out Ali and Lukaku. They both dong, of course. Um, defense, same as you. Just five points between my four defenders. Baines is turning into a nightmare. Alonzo and Chelsea defense are quietly... They've been bad. I mean, they haven't kept it clean in a long time. And this dude at medium cool tweeted in, are Chelsea taking the foot off the gas defensively? Now they're running yeah. away with the league. 
Yeah, I mean, it's been five straight without a clean, which is a really long time for them after they were rattling so many off. It's yeah, kind of tough I'll to see. I mean, I don't nine. think. Yeah. I don't think. Fab coming in is helpful for that instead of Mokic. For sure not, yeah. Um, that's not a great sign. But I still, I was really toying a few weeks ago with really going heavy on Chelsea defense. But it looks like holding Alonso is still not bad because he's playing out of position. But yeah, I don't know. They're not, they're not focused. could be made to get rid Letting of Letting up but... a goal in stoppage time when you're you know up 2-0, is, that's like an Everton thing to do. That's not a walking the title thing to do. Conte, I'm sure, is going to fucking murder everyone. Yeah, that's the that only like that. saving grace is that you know that bugs yeah. Conte more than anything in life, basically. Yeah. But I want to just, before we finish up on your team, we both got rid of strikers not named Zlatan to get Aguero in, and both of them, you got rid of Lukaku, both I got rid of Kane. Yeah. Both scored. Zlatan got negative one. Zlatan still like missed a pen. He had, I think, the most shots of any forward in the game week. I still think that in a vacuum, because I'm sure a lot of people did that, did these moves that we did. They held Zlatan because of the fixture, and they got rid of either Kane. It was the right probably move. Cost, cost them. I'm sure people got rid of him instead. Like Holding Zlatan, I still think, was the right move. It just didn't work out. And I think after just getting over the initial feeling terrible about how badly it was and how many points you lost in a vacuum, we I wasn't even considering holding Kane over Zlatan the week before as much as I'd like to second guess myself after he bangs a brace and Zlatan sat on negative points. Like Yeah, I mean I think Zlatan it was the right. had the most shots on target of the week and a pen. Like that the game script went exactly as we thought it would go. We just got unlucky. Yeah. Yep. And they played against 10 men for a fucking half. It's just for, insane that yeah. he had negative. So it's just one of those things that happens sometimes and it's tough, but it's just got to stomach it. And it's just FPL. It's a hard game. It's a fucking hard game. But kudos to anyone who like kept Kane. Fucking Jesus. <sighs> um, God damn it. Someone tweeted in at. Great name at Why Do I Play FPL? <laughs> what is considered a successful triple captain? Because we both triple capped Kuhn. I think well, fifteen points. That's what sort of my. Points. That's kind of my barometer. Yeah. Where'd you get that number? You just pulled that out it's of your just, ass. <laughs> partially, but I mean, it's basically like a triple return game, right? I mean, I think you should be getting a triple return out of your out of your yeah, triple, triple return. That's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's a little better than like a brace and max bones on a on a game on a single game, but. I don't know. I think it's somewhere in between like a quadruple return and a triple return doing that. So that's why I kind of came up with that on the spot. But I think after last year when I got three points out of my triple captains, anything, this is already way better. So I, mean, I have even faith. If Aguero, I have faith for Stoke. Yeah. I think they might just fucking turn them over. I hope so. I mean, I'm still a little bit nervous that he's in a feature, but I think a nine pointer, it's not a crisis. It's just not like great. Yeah. I we, think we the disaster in. is blanking. I, getting in seven already banked is already setting us up for fine. I feel like yeah. a fine thing. And yeah. if he double returns and gets bones, then we're going to be swimming. And I think that's outstanding because realistically, some of your best captains ever are you know triple return captains where they're getting seventeen points. So he still has that in in his locker. If he gets a brace and max bones, and he's right there at twenty. You know. So yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. And okay. people people underestimate how hard it is to get someone who's just even nailed for ninety in both games. Like yeah. and we in might the not future, it. the, it's not know. like those double game weeks in the future are like spaced out over a long period of time. There are like two games in two days, two games in three right. days. Like right. everyone fucks them up basically. Yeah, but I'm already thinking. I've already at least in my head 
accepted a nine pointer as fairly successful from Aguero. So anything more, I'll be extra happy. But it's still a, a high number to triple it's cap decent. that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not it's not ideal, but I'm normally blanking my captains anyway. So yeah, this dude at Nuclear Holobus sent in a stat that other than the one one nil win from Stoke. There are other seven prem visits to the Etihad. They've lost by an aggregate score of nineteen nothing. Yeah, I mean we need that. We, we need we that. Need we need, a <laughs> we need all nineteen this week. Let's go. And they're they're going to be without Martin Zindi. I think he's hurt, and um, someone else was hurt. Glenner's hurt. So hopefully they're in tatters and they just roll them at home. But I'm still I'm still in the back of my mind. Yeah, really I'm nervous for that team sheet because yeah, I'm scared. I think he he prioritizes the cups pretty highly for some reason. He always plays a really strong team in the cups, and they have a cup game at the weekend. It, it seems insane for him to rest Aguero this game and then play him in the cup game because it's a fucking cup. So hopefully, yeah, I hope not. And then if he plays him in the cup game, then he's only on like three days rest for the Monaco game. Yeah, it just makes no sense, and that was no part sense. of my thinking about the rest lined up yeah. for him to rest him in the cup game. So that's why I was thinking he would be yep. pretty good to start both of these. So. We'll see. see um, last thing before we move on to uh, Game Week 28. Since we were going to do a group pod last night, for those who didn't see the message we put up, um, I had an opening question ready, and that was, which player would play you in a biopic? What's a biopic? Like a story about me or whatever? Yeah. Like a movie? A biography, video, biography, biography. <laughs> but it's about me, so the player it's, would be acting as me. They'd be playing you. Oh god, this is tough. Like, it's you, really you, I couldn't think of one for you. I'll start. Yeah, <laughs> for me, I was thinking maybe Gabby Adini is a shout, but maybe more Grosicki because he's got like a Jewy he's face. Jewish? Yeah, he's, his face is like very Jewish looking. Even though maybe he hates Jews, who knows? He would just have to dye his hair brown. But I feel like I kind of look similar to him. Yeah, I think I, I mean I came up with it right after you said Laddie Adini. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not it does not paint me in a good light, but I think you're gonna feel very safe with this choice. I think it's gotta be Joey Barton. <laughs> <laughs> what a like, fucking slime ball. Yeah, I mean I'm a fucking dickhead piece of shit fuck, <laughs> who is a mean to everyone and hates everyone. I think like Joey Barton is exact if I played footy, I would be doing Joey Barton things. Oh uh, that's I like that. That brings it's a lot just of pleasure true. to me. It's it's just true. He would he would life. do a standout job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. we were talking last night, producer Nate and guest Jason and I about you and uh I think Jason brought up maybe Phil Bardsley. <laughs> Fuck you, Jason. You fucking piece of shit. You pick some anonymous balding cunt, and that's who I am. Oh, God. Oh, it's that's, hard. It's really hard. Yeah, I mean, terrible. the Jason shouts were easy. It's Martin Olsen or Zlatan. <laughs> His hair's so long right now. Um, so let's go on to, to Game Week 28. It's a fucking fucked up week. Yeah, so we've got five games. Well, what about last week? We usually did both, right? Well, we kind of did that and talk about our teams. Is there more shit about last week you want to talk about? Yeah, I yeah, there is a lot of shit actually. Yeah, I, really I want to talk a about lot of shit. Yeah, I really want to talk about Southampton. Yeah, they're kind of like, good. I was really looking because they have they're one of three teams that are going to have two doubles with um, United and Ars, but they're the only one of those teams that has like actual affordable fucking players. Yeah, value good. guys. 
And I was just like fucking licking my lips over getting like trebling on Tadich, Gabby, uh, and like and fucking Yoshida. Ready. Yoshida. Yeah, something like that. It's just those are going to be such huge enablers for the rest of our teams. I feel like I don't know if it's like good to get them in soon, but it's just something to think about. I was also looking at James Ward Prowse. He's starting to get a run of games, and he's only five mil. I always love and JWP. I love him, but his, he his seems like to be nailing ball himself. deliveries are ridiculous. Oh, so good, his crosses and he's on, are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and he's on pens if Tadic isn't playing, and even Redmond. I mean, he popped up with a brace, and he's been maddeningly inconsistent. But they have so many options suddenly with Gabbiadini finishing. They have you know all of those midfielders just, create a lot of chances. Yeah, like Gabbiadini is just the fucking. They just started he's scoring missing, goals as soon yeah. as he started coming in. Like he's just yeah. so threatening and so far forward that everyone else is just getting more space and more opportunities. Like that that fucking gab goal from this week, like Buffal couldn't have possibly been in more space before he yeah. shot and then it was yeah. rebounded yeah. to Gab. Yeah. And that's just like what he creates. It's crazy. Yep. No, I mean I I mean Gab among others after this blank game week are gonna be like up big there. targets, big, yeah, time, big time targets. Or even yeah. Forster maybe is going to be a good shout for the doubles. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Maybe their defense still. We'll have to see when uh, Caceres comes in because he should stabilize a lot. I don't know. Yeah, he'll like probably start Stevens. for Yoshida. Yeah. Or no, he'll start for the child, Stevens. Probably. Oh yeah, Stevens. I forgot Van Dyck is dead. Like they, yeah, he's dead. dead. They still have like Romeo shielding. I don't know. I feel like they have a lot of. They're going to be a sneaky one. I Cedric feel like getting is still in on 4-8. them. Birdie's yeah. really attacking and good. Yeah. No, they have getting in on them early. I think is going to be a good. And their fixtures are pretty good. Getting in on them is going to be a nice little thing to do. I think I was looking. Yeah, at they're at Toddy right after the break, but then they yeah. have home born with home palace yeah. at West Brom is like as good as you could possibly get. Well, home palace is a terrible fixture now. Now that Saka's in. Now that Mama's in and, and Big Sam effect has taken full full effect. <laughs> yeah, you guys are good. All right, I just I wanted to shout Southampton for for a moment, even though it's maybe future planning. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird pod because it's we're either talking about this week or we're talking about kind of future planning. Yeah. Um, and then West Ham, I think, is still an interesting one because. Ayu is still not starting yet, but you know, fucking, he does the business, and I think he's probably going to start next game. He's got, he's got to have match fitness at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, think he's a good start option. Him over I mean, I think he's a, should be nailed. Yeah, I think he's a good medium term option. I don't know if it's going to be worthwhile or when we're going to hear about the double game weeks to spend any transfers on bringing players in who are not going to be doubling. But I really like Ayu a lot. I think he was in every team last year for a spell, and he was scoring almost every game, playing out of position for Swansea. And he's so cheap. He's like he's a forgotten so much this year. Yeah, so much. He's a forgotten man, and I think he's going to finish off pretty well. So I also wanted to shout him. No, definitely. But Lanzini too. I mean, he can't be over. Lanzini too. Yeah, he's involved. He's involved in a lot of goals, and he's. Obviously he's just so selfish guy. in a good way yeah. for FPL. He just like constantly yeah. shoots every time he gets the ball in space. Yeah. So that's that a good thing. The other thing I think off the back of last week that's maybe not that important for Gaming 28, but just looking at the strikers, I think we're all going to be faced with a very serious dilemma moving forward for Gaming 29 when we're going to be looking at getting Alexis back in for better or for worse. We'll have to see what how that cookie crumbles, but... Between Aguero, Kane, Zlatan, even though he's banned for a little bit, Lukaku, it's going to be tough to wedge in 
you know, two premiums and a mid price. Like Defoe, I still think is going to be returning in those shitty fixture games. And then with Gabbiadini's probably going to come into a lot of sides. There are a lot, suddenly a lot of striker options when I feel like the season has been in the absence of, and also I guess Costa too. Yeah, we got some we got some questions in on that uh, at Kega nineteen eighty eight. He was like a Twitter ledge. We always tweet back and forth. He said, "Bringing in Aguero saved me from captaining Ibra. It's sad I sold Kane, but I'm still better off. Who's the front three of choice now?" And yeah, that's that's speaking to exactly what you're talking about. It's like feels like two weeks ago the front three would have been so easy to pick out, but with the Ibra suspension. Costa's still returning like every fucking week, even though he's not explosive. It's it can't be overlooked. It's it's pretty hard. I still yeah, think I mean, Kane I, is probably number Kane's one. Kane's the guy, number though. one. Definitely the number one for me is Kane. Yeah, I think the, in like, terms of value and explosiveness and yeah. consistency, he's he's the best. Yeah, I mean their fixtures are really good. On pens, explosive captaincy option. I think he's definitely the number one forward moving forward. I still am really convincing myself to hold Aguero. Uh, their fixtures got a little tougher, but he just still looks great. I mean, he should have had a double return last game. He had a couple really, really good chances that he just kind of shot right at uh, at Fuckford. Yeah, I think he's even though he doesn't represent any value at this stage. I think our team values are high enough that we can absorb Kane and Aguero as long as we're getting someone like a Gabbiadini. Or yeah, Defoe I think so and too. at the third spot, you can even still afford Alexis, and you can afford that trio. You might not be able to have so many premium midfielders as well, but you can you can do that. It's not that tough. But yeah, I think we're all Aguero's, kind of looking at it right now. I feel like the majority of people are in a similar situation that you and I are, which are we just transferred Zlatan instead of Kuhn out, which was our original plan because right. Zlatan suspended for Lukaku, right. and now we already have like Aguero, Lukaku, and Blank. If you turn Lukaku into Kane, then you're pretty much there. Yeah, and I mean Lukaku. It's it's going to be the case of like the timing of how you bring them in, and if you do it for a hit, and what game week you're going to do. But I think angling towards that would be good, especially with Arsenal having two doubles, getting Alexis in, even though that that's a little rocky road feels important. But again, I still think that you can do two premium forwards, and one of them being Aguero and, and the other being Kane, mid priced. Third striker still have a good team, so that's kind of where I'm thinking at this point. I think yeah, Lukaku, I mean, I'll have that for sure going into like 29. That's definitely where I'll be. I just don't know if I'm gonna what I'm gonna do with Ashley Barnes if I'm gonna go three five two or what. But I'll definitely be on Aguero, Kane, and Alexis. I think right away. Yeah, I think even for a hit or something like that, I think it, it's probably worth it. And, yeah. yeah, plus like City are. Not just Aguero, like City are kind of rolling. Like they've been yeah. really good for a while. Like this dude wrote in Stoner Samurai. He said my gut feeling says City beats all three of Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. Do you yeah, agree? And would, would it be wise to hold on to Kuhn? Like that's yeah. not crazy. No, and that's the thing is uh, Aguero's still explosive, even though he's not on pens. You see it from the open oh, play, yeah. just how many chances he has and. How good he is, and even though you see sometimes when Sané is running into his space or something like this, which is a little frustrating, but home Liverpool is a good attacking fixture. At Arsenal right now is a good attacking fixture. So those are those are like the only bad fixtures at Chelsea, I think. So I think he's worth keeping. I don't know. And, and not Chelsea, in a rush to get as rid. we said earlier, haven't kept a clean. They have two cleans in the last nine. Yeah, I'm not in a rush to get rid of Aguero, and I think it's a little tricky because we'd be looking at removing Lukaku before he has home. 
Hall, I think, or someone shitty in 29. So maybe I just go a week without Kane. I don't know. I'm yeah, not it's sure. Home Hall. Home Hall. It's tough because, you know, he's flat track bullying and he's going to probably fill his boots in that game. But then immediately after, the way that Everton's been playing against better opposition, I have no problem getting rid of him. Um, yeah, it's, so, it's so hard with Rom. He's like the hardest guy to predict. I mean, yeah. just Everton in general, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I Kane's, am... Kane's price rising this week, like more than once. And he yeah, doesn't he even rose... fucking play. <laughs> I know, it's insane. He rose, <laughs> he rose today, he doesn't play. Um, I kind of am thinking also about holding Barkley a little bit longer through some of these trickier fixtures. He's been, I mean, dude, he's been like really good. He's been playing really far forward and he's yeah, been looking really been good. good. I don't yeah. know. And it's I I feel like I'd rather have a premium, I'd rather have someone like Kane over Lukaku, than getting rid of Barkley to someone in that price bracket. I feel like he's just as good as Tadic or whatever, you know, someone else in that range. So it's because Everton, even though they have a couple of bad fixtures, then they fucking right away have home Leicester, home Burnley. Like their fixtures are still great. Yeah, yeah, it's know. gonna be tough with Everton. They're not gonna have it's a gonna, double. Yeah. No, it, it's going to be getting rid before the doubles to have doublers, but, but holding maybe on to them. Then you and, can yeah, them. yeah, yeah, and especially because we don't know if they're going to be big doubles or small doubles with a lot of teams in the same week, or like we saw this week with just two teams having a double. That'll also impact because maybe holding these, holding Barkley on the fringe of my team and transferring other players out would be better. But it's going to be a lot about timing the transfers out. Also, looking at the fixtures of players that you have for doublers moving forward, I think is going to be something that's probably the main thing to keep your eye on is just to do everything you can with your transfers and to minimize hits to get as many doublers as possible. Yeah. Um, another Everton note we both have Baines. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get rid of him this week. He's one of the few teams that or play, ne- but like. Yeah, or next week. I mean, fuck, though. Home Hall, I'm not. I mean, 29 when I have to transfer in everyone who I don't have who's blanking. Yeah, it's like he's gonna not be worth a an extra hit. He's when not he's a problem. Hall. But Especially I mean, right the- after that, he's gone, right? I don't know. It, it de- it's going to depend a lot. I was looking at this and thinking His about it. It's going to depend is a lot. very short with him. I know it's going to depend a lot on what else I feel like is more important to do, and if I need funds there or something like that, or if there's an early double that I'm just not we don't we don't know yet. But yeah, I think him still being on pens makes me think he's better in the tough fixtures than someone like Coleman when an attacking return looks less likely for him, and a pen is maybe a little more likely. That's a good point. Yeah, but, but still, regardless, you'd rather start someone who's not in a tough fixture uh, for sure. But the thing is, that's such a difficult thing is that they have two great fixtures, 28-29, two terrible fixtures, 30-31, and then two, again, great fixtures, 32 and 33. Yeah. So, so that's why I'm also... a good score over six, you're good. Yeah, that's what I'm also looking at. It's not like they have mixed fixtures after 29. Like, they have two really bad ones and two really good ones. But he's still on pen, so he could always get a pen. So, I'm not sure if it's going to be a priority for me to fuck around with Baines' spot when I would rather, for example, remove Brunt you know, they're not going to keep a clean ever. Yeah, they because have no chance of a, of a clean ever. Basically, yeah, they're the worst defensive side and bottom three defensive side in the league, and their fixtures are really tough. So, that's kind of for me personally. That's what I would be looking at, and I think a lot of all their owners, a lot of, a lot of people, all their own West Brom defenders and West Brom defenders should be completely fire sold after gaming twenty eight because. They're one of the worst defenses of the league, and the and attacking fixtures are Arsenal, get, they, United, at yeah. Watford, home Southampton, Liverpool, City. <laughs> yeah, so the, the attacking returns will only get you so far. They're so unpredictable. Yeah, they're over under on cleans in that period is 
Point. It's a negative one. <laughs> it's point two five. You get half your money back if you get zero. <laughs> um. All right. What else? Um. Do you want to look on twenty eight now? Get into yeah. It? I think let's move forward. I'm sure like okay. other shit will still come up. Um. We got a ton of questions about this game week because it's very non traditional <laughs> and it's very fucked up with only four, four games. games. Wow, I said five games or there's only four games. Oh, yeah, it's only four games. So fucking, there's no one playing. Um, I want to start with this poll that legend Scott Tempe Bug sent in. It was just a poll on Twitter. How many players will, will you have? Over 3,000 people responded. So, like, a pretty good sample. Um, only 3% say they'll have a full team. 23% say between 10 and 11, which I consider pretty full a lot. 32% say less than 7. And the majority, 42%, say between 8 and 9. A lot of people like Johnny Reed and Tech Noodlin, all these fucking names, are wondering like, what's the minimum number of players that they should shoot for? And everyone's asking about taking hits to get guys in for this week since it's kind of a minus two hit, not a minus four hit. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a few. I mean, that, that's loaded, but I think first taking into account how many quantity you should have is it doesn't fucking matter. The quantity is worthless, it's the quality. I think you realistically are looking at probably four, maybe five players that can hurt you Lukaku, Siggy. Mane, I think those are the three main attacking players that you should try and cover yourself with. Uh, Everton defense is highly owned, so but again, the the ceiling on a defender is not that high. You're looking at maybe a six pointer there, and then a lot of people have double Liverpool attackers. So you know, if you have one versus two, that's that's kind of a thing. But past that, I mean, who gives a fuck if you have seven, eight, nine? If Two of them are a Hull defender and a Swansea defender, and the other one is like Johnny Evans. Like you're going to be getting three points from those players, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So if you're taking a hit to get in some piece of shit, then it's a worthless hit because they're not going to make it up in one week. Their best case scenario is probably coming net even, and you're not going to want to start your fourth or fifth defender very often moving forward anyway. If you're looking at doing something like a Mott to Mawson, you know they're not going to keep it clean if he scores a goal. You know, good like good luck hanging your hat on a goal in one week. Those kinds of things. I think you have to be measured. If you're taking a hit to do something like, you know, Sterling to Mane, and you have no other Liverpool midfielder, then that's a little better because Mane could come in with a double return, and you're covering yourself there. And he could fucking bury you this week. And exactly, guys, could bury, yeah. yeah, exactly. And the other thing that's very difficult to you know put a number on, but because there are so few games, you have to be looking at. I think Lukaku and Mane is number one and number one B in terms of captaincy percentages. It's going to be hard to find too many people who are not captaining one of those two players. So if you don't own either of them, you really have a chance to just absolutely diabolical plummet if either of them gets a brace, for example. Yeah, you no matter own, like what you're going you did down on twenty the points game right week, there. that could completely undo, completely negate the whole thing. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very, very, very unprecedented unprecedentedly low scoring week. So you're not at risk of losing that many places if you cover yourself with the guys you mentioned, I think is really yeah. the moral of the story. I think you could kind of throw Yorente in there. Yeah. Um, he was like kind of highly owned going pocket. into this week and then he just braced, so I'm sure he'll be like a 20% owned or something. 
which you know, I mean, I'm not that scared of him, but he could he could hurt. He, I'm like in denial on his points. Every time he scores, I just don't believe that he, he has gets a lot of goals. <laughs> I know. I just don't understand it. Like he doesn't move. He's he is a worse version of Giroud. He's a Spanish crouch. Oh, God, he bothers me. I really don't like him. Really? Yeah, I don't like him. I, I like, like him, all, him dude. dude. No, I, I do not like him. <laughs> <laughs> I do I did not, not like him. I do not like him. Damn, dude, but, that's harsh. Yeah, no, fucking fuck him. I hate him. Wow. Yeah. I, I still think, though, it's, you know, if you cover yourself with those few players, you have very little chance of really having a bad week. Which, if you went heavy in on the double this week, and you know you're, that's what you're, kind of you're looking at, and you maybe you only field five or six, which is beyond the lower quantity number of maybe your competition. If you have the highly explosive players, then you're going to be okay. It's not going to be that bad. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to be that low scoring because if you have a few double digit returners, you can still pop up with a seventy sixty point week. You know what? With eight or nine players, yeah. Why no, not? You get a double return. So. If you get a double return on your cap, a double return on your midfielder, and a clean sheet, like you're right there. That's so like that's a that's, that's like forty less points. than fifty points. Yeah, and then you have fine. four other guys who probably all suck. Fine, 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 fine. fine. But <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> I'm is, I'm just saying the if, average is probably going to be like thirty five. You're you're fine. You're fine. But what I'm saying is, if you do that and you hit that height. And you get a fifty-five pointer, and the average is thirty-five. That's fucking big time, twenty points yeah. plus on the on the field. Yeah, you could rise yeah. a lot this week. I just think the potential damage is less yeah. than any other week where there's a higher potential of points. You know what I mean? Does I agree. And and the other thing is, you're looking at outside of the very small handful of players who are good for a medium term is you know bringing in your rente. Do you want your rente in game week twenty-nine? Like you want him the fuck out of your team right away because you would rather have. Gabbiadini or, or some, you know, someone like that. But someone like Mane or Siggy or whatever, you yeah, can hold keepers. them for the medium. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Is like, are you taking a hit to bring in your Rente this week so you have a player? He'll probably blank because he's a donkey and then you want to get rid of him right away? Those are the kind of things you have to think about. Like, I mean, McGuire's just going to have your Rente in his pocket, right? He, yeah, definitely, because he's <laughs> the best center rack in the country. <laughs> But that. the other thing is looking at those numbers in the polls. Like, how many of those people are counting fucking like Stanislaus and Amat and oh, totally. you know Phillips? Yeah, I there. have so, Stanislaus. I would never count yeah, him as part of my so, team. So subtract one point five from everyone's total because everyone's got Amat or Phillips or <laughs> Stanislaus. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. But I, that's my take on the, the week. I think it's just don't take hits for players who have a low outcome of possibly returning. Like Josh King, I think is a perfect example. Would I rather have Josh King than fucking Darun? Obviously, yes. Do I want to spunk a million on my overall team structure to have a fifth midfielder who is five and change? No. Am I going to start Josh King ever again? No. Do I do I think he's going to outpay a four point hit right away? No. So I'm not going to make that hit transfer. I'd I might, I might a, take a hit for him. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not. I will not. I think it's a bad. I think it's not. It's just not good. So that's my my. That's where my head's at. Yeah, I think you yeah. can make a case for some hints, but again, and as we always but if say, I, it's if, kind like, of circumstantial. Okay. Like, yeah. like if I, I had have Joe Stan, Allen, it's yeah. really yeah, easy I, for me to go stand to King. Yeah, I mean, if you have someone in the fourth mid spot who's blanking in that price bracket, then I would do that transfer. I would take that hit. Right. Exactly. But for me, you know, that's my fifth. If you have like, like Zaha. Yeah, I would. I would do that. Yeah, I would take shit that like hit. that. Yeah, um, right, that was good. God, I'm gonna captain Ashley Barnes. I think. 
Yeah, this guy Ruin Oliver Olivier. I don't even know how to say his name. R U A N. How do you say that first name? I don't think that's a real name. That's a that's real like name. Al- I think it's like, like an alias. or something. That's like alias for Counter Strike. Yeah, <laughs> that's his gamer tag, not his real yeah. name. It's like yeah. Ruin or Rowan or some shit. Right. Yeah, he said, "I know it doesn't get much attention, but Bournemouth West Ham feels like a game with a lot of goal potential. Please help figuring out who to get." I mean, we mentioned Josh King. We already mentioned. Lanzini. I you would be the really, really cheeky one. Yeah, that's my pick. Maybe I should fucking put my dick in front of my balls and get IU. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that would be scenes because he's far from nailed. I can't afford it. How much is he? He's he's not not 6'1", which is all I would be able to do. Yeah, I have a ton of money in the bank, but I don't know yet. We'll get there. Yeah. I wish I could just transfer Defoe out for Aya. Can't do that though. The game does not. The game does not compute. <laughs> um, I'm still 99k. I'm still clinging on to a five. Is like five digit rank the new 10k, or am I just bad? I don't know what I to make think of that. We're bad, we're but bad. but it's been a really weird year. Like I know a lot of the like veterans of FPL are even worse off than we are, which is you know really bad. Um, just like every year, there's an extra five hundred thousand people playing the game. Like we're yeah, up almost true. over four that's a, mil. That's just, also very true. It's it's still like percentage wise of against the field. Like being in the top hundred k is still pretty good. Yeah, like I you're in a high percentile, but it doesn't feel yeah, great. It doesn't feel good. And I just and I, like but I'm we're just, still gonna rise a lot. Well, the triple captaincy. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use my triple captaincy. I'm gonna rise a lot that week, and I have a fucking red arrow. I <laughs> know, but like wild card bench boost is still the biggest week of the year for people who save their wild cards and bench boost. Yeah, but dude, last year my bench boost got me like twelve points or something. I'd kill for twelve points right now. No, I know, but that's what I mean. Is, I know. Is it know, that much? Like it's my not, four bench players, it has two the of them didn't play both out. games, and yeah. I know, but like, ah, oh yeah, you had Minulay, right? I don't know what the fuck I had. I had players who you just had didn't Mignolet. play both games. He got benched for Danny Ward. Yeah, he like he couldn't handle playing yeah. two games in a week because he's fucking running so much. Yeah, because <laughs> he's <laughs> flapping at crosses so much. Damn. Um, what else should we talk about? Um, slots with the the elbow of God. Sleepless and Oslo wrote in. I know Zlatan's the only player on United above 100 points. With him inevitably being suspended, should we just ignore United players until a double game week? Yes. Yeah. Yes, the answer is yes. Yeah, they're fucking shit. That's another. They can't score for their fucking lives. I would maybe jump in on a defender... But yeah, their attack is just bad. It's just you. But you I don't feel like want... no defenders even nailed though. Yeah, he's been rotating a lot. And they still have Europa. They're going to be in Europa for a while and yeah. FA Cup and, and all that yeah. shit. The thing with their midfield that's so frustrating is Mctarians look flashes of moments of being good, but he's still at a premium slot. And when you look at him it's against eight, someone like eight. yeah, yeah, so when you look at him against someone like Ali, when Spurs can put four past any side any week. United does not ever do that. They're not that team. So that we've talked about this a month or two ago about just their offensive ceiling output is just there. They don't blow teams away. I mean, they, they have 39 goals on the year. Yeah, that's bottom five. Crystal Palace number. is 35. Yeah, Swansea that's bottom has 35. Five. Bournemouth has that's, 37. Like, that's, yeah, awful. that's a ridiculous total. So 
Zlatan just kind of has the benefit of being involved in so many of them, so that's why he's such a good option. But looking at their midfield, I mean, I'm not taking a fucking two-week punt on Rashford. You fuck out of my face with that. It's yep. just there's nothing there. There's just nothing there. It's just a fucking dead zone. Yeah, which is going to be a tough thing when they have their double game weeks. I mean, we'll have Zlatan back in for that, but you know, do you want Pogba in a double game week? He's All he's no. been is, is bad offensively. I'd rather have Mata. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have a not nailed Mata, but I'd also rather have you know any of those uh, Southampton players we oh, mentioning earlier. By far, not so, but close. that's the thing. It's you know yeah. I'd rather have Tadic over any one of United's midfielders, even yeah. if they were probably the same price. I would rather have Tadic on pens, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely. so we'll see. We're not going to probably load up on and United. fixtures will be a factor, but I think as of now, the latest like projection. For United double is really bad. I think it's like at Southampton and Chelsea or something like yeah. that. So and it could still just be all, the darkness. Yeah, I mean they've still got some pretty tough fixtures coming up. Attacking wise, they're they're kind of all over the place. So United buying United assets is going to be tricky. But as we've seen this season, I mean none of the United assets outside of Zlatan are anywhere in the remote upper tiers of any category. I mean, Valencia's their best defender. Midfield-wise, no one is good, you know? I mean, there's no, no reason to really... There's no value in United There's no all. value, and there's, there aren't really any points. I mean, yeah. Pog was their best midfielder, and he doesn't crack, like, the top fucking 20 of midfielders across the game. Like, Sun has more points than him. He doesn't even play. Yeah, so I think Mata United, almost has as many points as him, and he plays maximum seventy minutes a game. But yeah, United always that. got a lot of press because of how many fans they have in England and worldwide. But I think they're a pretty bad FPL team in general. Yeah, they're so really bad. I don't see a reason why that's going to change. Um, one thing I definitely was looking forward to asking producer Nate about, even though the group pod fell through, was Fucking just Luke about Alexis and shit because. I don't know, from like pure FPL standpoint, me, like he's probably the first guy I'm going to bring back in my team after this week. I think he's still by far the best player in all of FPL. But yeah. I don't know, like this dude Andy Muck wrote, wrote in, considering the shitstorm at Arsenal at the moment, are you going to be rushing to get Alexis back in? Yes, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that's the thing I've been struggling with this week is and why I was half of having half a mind of trying to save, but... When you're looking at Kane versus Alexis of who to get in first, I mean, I think Kane is not close, way better, way more important. Looking at the way that they've been going, um, That's I would rather have... I'm surprised. I would rather that. have... I'm, I mean, look at what Kane's been doing, though. I mean, he's just... No, he's, he's got a home fire, yeah. He's got a home fixture in 29. It's sort of a home banker against Southampton who have not looked impressive defensively. They went back to a three at the back. They're scoring for fun. Arsenal are all out of sorts. They just got absolutely murdered on the second leg of Bayern. You know, there's unrest and trouble behind the scenes. I just think that getting Kane in is more important than Alexis. So for me, it becomes a question of do I want to take a hit to get Alexis in? Um, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure yet. And then also, it's also at maybe West even at West Brom's a good fixture because West Brom are terrible. But at the same time, he's not going to hurt you as much as he might do because so many people got rid that he's not going to be right immediately back in a lot of teams where if he gets that's, a brace, you're going to... To me, that's like more motivation to get him, though. Yeah, more of a differential. Yeah, that's fair. I'm getting fair. the best player in FPL at like 20% ownership instead of 70. Yeah, I'm still... I'm kind of thinking, though, that Kane is a better player in FPL. I think Kane's the best player in FPL. Wow. That I mean, seems... you got to... 
you got to look at the returns that he's had when they've played three at the back. It's basically double. I know. Digits I wish there time. was a way to like easily sort that, but it does feel like he's, he's double digits like I mean, every single time. He's he's not blanking. He's double digiting every time when they're playing three at the back in the last two three months or whatever. I feel like and. Granted, Alexis was returning every week. He was very rarely blanking as well. But when you're also looking at captaincy, for example, in Game Week 29, I would rather Captain Kane home Southampton than I would Captain Alexis at West Brom. Even though he does business in away games, I still think Kane's maybe the best captaincy option that week. Yeah, I mean, it might get to the point where Kane's the best captaincy option every week with yeah, the form that he's on right now. Yeah. And but at Alexis the same time, being, you look at Alexis like he played forty five versus Liverpool and got an assist, and he got a brace in the game before that. It's like yeah, yeah. he's ridiculous. No, yeah, no, it's they're both great. But I think if I'm prioritizing, I have a gun to my head. I'd rather bring Kane in than Alexis at this point for twenty nine. Yeah, interesting. I also interesting think, debate. I also think I'm looking. If I were to bring both, I'd be looking at a minus eight, unless if I got rid of Aguero, which I don't really want to do. So might have to be an either or. Because we'll wow. I, I do think. I'm just looking at the midfield and looking at like Liverpool's fixtures, I do kind of want to hold hold faith with the double Liverpool mid for a little bit. I'm not sure. Could do some things for you. Yeah, I feel like I need to get back to basics and try and work a little harder towards saving transfers and shit, but I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. Anything else to talk about this week? I think we I think we touched on everything. We touched on a lot. Tw- there was, there's so much shit to talk about, yeah. but like... I mean, yeah. It's still with Game Week 28, I think we kind of, I mean, for me anyway, covered it in terms of should I take a hit for this player or not. I think if you're looking at getting someone like Grisicki or Markovic in or some fringe player like Snodgrass or whatever, if you don't want to start that player for the next three or four weeks and it's not a good minus four to do because then they have to pay it back right away and you're getting a player already who's not a very good option because they're on a shitty-ass fucking team. So I would rather lean towards not doing that. So I mean, maybe Josh King would be the exception because you know on pens and blah blah blah, their fixtures aren't or whatever. But I I would I would caution against just taking a minus four or minus eight just to get players out there because you're going to come out probably on the red arrow end of those things. Yeah, I think that's that's good advice. Anything else team specific? I'm sure there there are more questions. Just send them in. We'll we'll be on red alert. Um, but yeah, let's let's go on to fucking captains and shit. Yeah, so I mean, I already made my transfer today. I did Vlatan to Lukaku. Yeah, me too. Was, Simpl- simplest transfer of the year. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had Lukaku for a while. I missed his last two goals. I missed his four goal game. I, I got rid of him a while ago. But you know, he's he's just. Too, there's too much room to possibly get damaged by not owning him this week, so I just thought it was a straight swap. I'll probably keep him for two weeks, maybe one week. We'll have to see. But yeah, I mean, he's and, and going I'm gonna, I'm gonna into cap- game week 27. He was 63.8 percent owned in the top 10k teams. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to captain him this week. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to captain him. It's tempting to captain Mane, but against a shit bus. Why would you yeah. ever captain a Liverpool no, player? It doesn't feel good. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And like, yeah. They've lost all those games. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then our team. So you're not going to make another transfer? Well, so I have one interesting thing I'm just batting around because I'm looking at my... Um, I'm looking at what I'm going to do next week. And I really don't want to get rid of Aguero. I really want to hold him. 
And I want to get rid of Lukaku probably for Kane, but I don't want to do that before he's playing home hall. So I feel like that's just spinning wheels. So if I want to bring Alexis in, I could bring Alexis in for Mane. Mm. But I would need to free up a little bit of funds. So I was looking at possibly doing a um a downgrade of Holobos to to Fernandez, which would allow me enough money to be able to do Mane to Alexis for free next week. That's interesting. So, I mean it would give me a player. Gives you a guy this week and like who may, a who pretty knows, maybe decent they fixture. Clean. Yeah. Small percent chance of a clean, but decent. Yeah. I don't hate it. So that's that's what I'm looking at. I mean, I, I could I could do that, but then the other then the other problem would be if I want to bring Kane in for Lukaku, I would have to take a hit the following week, and I would have to figure out who to downgrade of uh, you know Barkley or Coutinho, I guess, mm-hmm. which would be another, or maybe I guess Baines. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna know. take some planning. It's pretty. Oh tough. no, I can't, uh, dude. What the fuck? I can't even do that because I have fucking five thousand Swansea players. Oh, God. I would need. Oh, no, I but would there's need other Alexis. guys that cheap that are playing this week. There must be. Mm, I would need not four two. Not four two. Yeah, Robertson's four three. I mean, Alexis could drop again. Yeah, and then I would be able to get Robertson, which he, would be amazing. He probably will drop again. Yeah, I could just do that and just hope. Yeah, is there like a Bournemouth defender? There probably is. No, there's not. Yeah, but Mings is suspended now. I guess Cook will come in. I mean, uh, no, who's even going to come in? All their guys are fucking dead. Yeah, but that's a for sure negative point. Cargill. But that's that's No, that's a really, really dumb move, yeah. Um, I... I feel like I should take a hit for Stanislaus this week. Um, basically, anyone I get that's under like six million, I can still afford KDB to Alexis and Lukaku to Kane next week. So there's not really any reason for me to not take a minus four for like Stan, for I don't know someone like King or maybe someone even just better than Snodgrass. I don't know. I'm Stan. Yeah, it's tough because you have Stan and Snodgrass four or five, right? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I have and then I have Ashley Barnes, so I'm kind of in like a three five two mold, which is kind of. I think okay. you should really look towards three four three though, and getting Gabby Adini in. Yeah, that's like yeah. I would try and save money to be able to do that soon. Yeah, I can almost do that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I if I drop Stan to Tom Carroll, then I can do that. Actually, I have enough money. For all three of the, those moves that I want to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that because Tom has an outside chance of an assist. He'll get you two, so it's minus two instead of a minus four later on. And he's as cheap and good a fifth mid as you can possibly get. Yeah, he realigns your team structure, price structure better. Yeah, maybe I'll just do that. Stand to, yeah, that, stand to Carol. That might- yeah, that might be a nice just like cost savings, redistribute funds. Later. Yeah, that, that it accomplishes a lot of things at once, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I like that. Okay. 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 Yeah, maybe I'll do holes to Robertson for a hit and then see what happens. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Fucking Robertson. I love Robertson. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us at fmlpl.gmail.com. Join the league like a baseball player on Cheers.